Welcome to another episode of Making Shift Happen, 180 seconds at a time. I'm Brad Smith. And I'm Christy Braden. This episode is a continuation of what we started last week, all about influence and moving from boxing to jujitsu. Christy, last week you described three elements of influence jujitsu, trust, reciprocity, and investment. Another core element is ensuring a common understanding of the problem or the opportunity. Debates go nowhere if you haven't agreed upon what you're solving for. So what have you seen work in establishing this common understanding? I learned recently a great phrase from a continuous improvement practitioner that problem definition is 90% of the solution. And so I love the idea of pulling that into influence, which means before you get to the things that you really have to agree on, define your terms. What is the goal? What's the problem? A lot of times we throw around terms like collaboration or shared accountability, and they're fuzzy. They sound good, but they can mean different things to different people. And so until we truly understand what you're going to do and what I'm going to do specifically, it's really hard to get to a point where we can influence each other. Last week, we also talked about influencing when you're in a matrix and you don't have direct authority over someone. How do you make shift happen in that scenario? So I have a story about that. I had a leader once at a manufacturing site in a matrix organization who needed someone in global procurement to help him research some information that would help him lower his production costs, which was one of his key metrics. It was someone he only had a phone relationship with, and he was trying to figure out how he can convince her to maybe spend a couple of days on his project. And what he realized was he had no real insight into her world. So he had to do some research into what her goals were, why she gets up in the morning and comes to work, what she's held accountable for, and what success looked like in her eyes. And he made that investment to understand how his request for research might fit into what motivated her and what she needed to get done. Then he was able to present that request as a win-win that helped both of them achieve what they wanted to achieve. Uh, say there's a leader who has a specific objective that her team needs to accomplish over the next six months or so, but there's someone on the team who's very influential with other team members, and he has a very different perspective on the importance of this objective versus the other things that have to get done for the team. What's your influence jujitsu on that one? First and foremost, Brad, I would do my homework and try to understand that person's motivators as well as to get to the root of his reasoning of his contrary view. What is underneath that view that's really driving him to disagree? I want to let him be heard and lay out his case. I can't at the end of the day necessarily let him disrupt what we need to get done, but I can at least show empathy and I can show some degree of flexibility and a willingness to be influenced. So what part of what is he really looking for from this and how could I find another way for him to get what he wants? So now after these two episodes, you know the difference between influencing through boxing and influencing through jujitsu. And hopefully you've picked up a few pointers for the next time that you need to influence others to make make shift happen. happen.